Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. So today, I've got a very important topic that I want to share with you. Um, is the 70 week prophecy um, by prophet Daniel. Bring it closer here. 70 week prophecy by prophet Daniel. Now people will run away from that prophecy. They will not teach on it because um, <clears throat> you, understand, you, you, you understand very soon why people run away from teaching that prophecy. So what I would do, do me a favor, um, that we should read Daniel chapter 9 from verse number 1 to verse number 27. We'll read the whole chapter, um, Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 to 27. Okay, I hope you can see uh, my body here. Uh, I'll be writing a lot of stuff. So media team, uh, you have to arrange one camera to be constantly on this board. One camera to be picking me here. Okay. The 70 weeks prophecy. by prophet Daniel. So we're in Daniel chapter 9, verse 1 to 27. Okay. So Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 to 27. Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 to 27. Seven. All right. So I want us to read through that passage and then I'll begin to break it down for you. I want us to read together loud and clear. One, two, three, go. In the first year of Darius, son of Ahasuerus, of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, In the first year of his kingship, I, Daniel, observed in the scrolls the number of the years that it was that were to be fulfilled according to the word of Yahweh to Jeremiah the prophet for the devastation. Hang on, that's a strange version. What version is that? It's not my mother tongue. My mother tongue is called King James Version. When I was born, I was crying in, in King James Version. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> All right, I want us to start again. All right, one, one, two, three, go. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, 
of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the numbers of the years, whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants the prophets which spake in thy name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of faces, as at this day, to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and unto all Israel that are near, and they that are afar off, through all the countries whither thou hast driven them, because of their trespass, that they have trespassed against thee. O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. And to the Lord our God belongeth mercies and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. And he hath confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges that judge us, by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven hath not been done as hath been done upon Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil is come upon us. Yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth. Therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works which he doeth, for we obeyed not his voice.
And now, O Lord, our God, that hast brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and hast gotten thee renown, as at this day we have sinned, we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine anger and thy fury be turned away from the city Jerusalem, from thy city Jerusalem, thy holy mountain, because of our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers. Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. Now, therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. O my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and behold our desolations and the city which is called by, by thy name. For we do not present our supplications before thee for our righteousness, but for thy great mercies. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do. Defer not for thine own sake. O my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplications before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the, princes, the, the prince shall be seven weeks and threescore and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. And after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off but not for himself, 
And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation. And that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. <laughs> Someone say, Amen. Amen. Just wave your hands if you're hearing, if you heard what was read, just wave your hands. You know, I know you are thinking, what on earth is this chapter all about? <laughs> but don't forget something that I've always said, that the word of God, you know, comes wrapped up. It comes covered. It comes closed. The reason why people don't understand what God is speaking, what the Bible says, is simply because the Bible is not, an, is not an open book. The Bible is a closed book. And what it means is that the Bible comes wrapped up. It's covered. You need revelation to uncover it for you. So, today I'll be going probably to the deepest dimension of prophecy. Because you cannot understand the book of Revelation until you have understood the passage that I've just read with you right now. Daniel chapter 9. So the background to the story is that Daniel, all right, is in captivity in Babylon. As you know, the book of Daniel is set in that setting that Daniel, as a teenager, was captured and was a slave in the land of Babylon. So when you read about Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, you're looking at teenagers, young people, not old people, you're looking at teenagers, young people who stood for God, who took a stand against the most powerful regime, against the most powerful kingdom on earth of their day. They said, King, thank you for the offer that we should eat your meat and drink your drink. But listen, we will not eat your meat, we will not drink your drink. We are children of the Most High God. They refuse to compromise. So, Daniel at this point, when he's praying the prayer, he's an old man, all right? He went to Babylon when he was young. Now he's an old man. Now, he's reading in his scriptures, he comes to the prophecy of prophet Jeremiah. Because Jeremiah had prophesied that God was going to punish the kingdom of Israel for 70 years. And the reason why God was going to punish him for 70 years was very simple. You know, in the law of Moses, God had told them something very important. He said, are you with me so far? Can I continue? I've lost you already. <laughs> are you sure? We're here. Adelaide seems a bit lost. Is Adelaide still with me or they are lost? Ah, okay, okay, they are still with me. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, you see, God had taught Moses that when you go into the land, you should do this. You should cultivate the land for six years. Okay? 
and leave the land, the land to rest. In the what? Seventh year. Okay? So, make sure that every year you cultivate for how many years? Six years. And then you leave the land to rest in the what? Seventh year. Alright? Now, when these guys got into the promised land, they began cultivating and cultivating and cultivating. When the seventh year came, they didn't give the land any rest. Okay? They continued cultivating every single year. They continue cultivating every single year for a period of 490 years. Okay? How many years? 490 years. They were cultivating every single year for 490 years. Now God, through the prophet Jeremiah, said now we have a big, big problem here. I told you to rest the land Every seventh year. But you guys, you have cultivated the land continuously for 490 years. We have a big problem here. So what is the problem? The obvious question. What is the problem? Okay, let me give you some scriptures uh, so that we understand. Remember, if I can't show in the Bible, don't what? Don't take it. I have to prove to you from the scriptures. I don't know whether you're hearing me. I've lost you already. We're hearing. You're hearing? Yes. Okay. I need to keep checking because it's very easy to lose you. <laughs> I should protect you. Huh? Okay. Powerful, powerful, powerful. All right. Let's go to the book of Chronicles chapter 36, verse number 21. Chronicles chapter 36, verse number 21. Today you are in a class. Now when you come to Streams International, make sure you go somewhere to write. I'm telling you, in Streams International, we don't listen to a sermon. This is a school of the spirit, school of transformation, <laughs> where God is raising champions. Someone say yes. Yes. All right. I give you the scripture. 2 Chronicles chapter 36, verse 20. One. Okay, one, two, three, go. To fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed her Sabbaths for as long as she lay desolate she kept Sabbath to fulfill three score and ten years. All right, one more time. To fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed her Sabbaths for as long as she lay desolate, 
she kept Sabbath to fulfill three score and ten years. All right. Powerful. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 26, verses um, 33 all the way to 35 because of time. 33 to 35, Leviticus chapter 26. I think our system is struggling. Are we okay? Are you meant to read from here? Leviticus chapter 26, 33 to 35. If you found it in your Bibles, let me read for you. And I will scatter you among the heathen, and will draw out a sword after you. And your land shall be desolate, and your cities waste. Then shall the land enjoy her Sabbaths, as long as it lieth desolate. And ye be in your enemy's land. Even then shall the land rest and enjoy her Sabbaths. As long as it lieth desolate, it shall rest. Because it did not rest in your Sabbaths when you dwelt upon it. Alright, I think now you've got, you've got to understand where this story is coming from. So these guys, when they entered the land, they began cultivating every single year without giving the land some rest. So they cultivated for a total of 490 years. Now, out of the 490 years that they cultivated, it means they owed God. <laughs> How many years? How many years of rest did they owe God? Bring out your calculators. Now the prophetic, you need to be sharp in mathematics. Ah, Papa, me, I'm your son. Me, I'm your daughter. I'm prophetic. Ah, uh -uh, you need to be sharp in mathematics. If you run out of the window in maths class, <laughs> no chance. So, let's work out. How many years did they owe God of rest? Give me people in his Zoom. I need to, 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 to see someone tell me the answer. And you have to tell me how you found that number. Pick one. Pick one person. I'm seeing a lot of people lifting up their hands. Is that right? Shalom. Shalom. Yes. How many years? 70 years. How did you get that answer? 49 divided by 7 years. 490 divided by 70 years. I was going to be, ah, your answer is a suspect. Now you got it right. <laughs> All right. So 490 divided by what? Seven. How many years? 70 years. 70 years. Okay. So the children of Israel, they owed God 70 years for the land to rest. So he said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you into captivity. Okay, captivity, captivity, uh, no, 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 that's a suspect, captivity, all right, captivity, aha, uh -huh. for 70 years, so that the land can enjoy her Sabbath, her rest. 
You see, when God has told you something, you need to begin to take this God seriously. He's a God who takes his own word seriously. The only one who does not take the word of God seriously is you. But as far as God himself is concerned, he takes his word seriously. He watches over it to perform it. Am I talking to somebody right here? You see, the reason why we enjoy all these miracles in Streams International is because we take the word of God seriously. We take what God is said seriously. Why? Because we know that himself, God, takes his own word seriously. Number two, we know that God is bound by his word. Say, God is bound by his word. God is bound by his word. One more time. Say, God is bound by his word. God is bound by his word. Let's go to some. Psalm 138, verse number 2. Let me quickly show you this verse. Once, Psalm 138, verse number 2. Today, somebody's life is changing. Say, my story is changing today. My story is changing today. Psalm 138, verse number 2. When you go home, they say, what did you learn at church? Tell them, oh my goodness. It was a mathematics class. Uh, in the church, how can you, your prophet teach you maths? God is a mathematical God. Full stop. <laughs> All right. Let's read the verse. One, two, three, go. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. One more time. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. I want you to notice what the Bible says. God has magnified his what? Has magnified his what? His word above all thy name. Ah, so we are given two things there. Uh, I don't know whether you are hearing me. We are given the word of God. And the name of God. Alright. We are given two things. The word of God and the name of God. But the Bible says the word of God has been magnified above the what? The name of God. The word of God has been magnified above the name of God. This is where Christianity becomes interesting. Why? Because every demon jack knows how to pray in the name of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of, hey, demon, come out. In the name of Jesus, hey, my life, turn around. And then you wonder why the more you pray for the demon to come out in the name of Jesus, the more demons are coming in. You wonder why you use the name Jesus. Hey, I command, I command. Nothing is changing around you. You have forgotten the secret. The secret is God has magnified his word above his name. Until you begin to live according to the word of God, his name will not work in your life. Oh my goodness. For you to enjoy using the name of God, first and foremost, you must enjoy living by the word of God. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. Until, oh, can I go deeper? Unless the word of God is an authority in your life. The name of God will never be an authority in your life. First and foremost, the word must become an authority. First and foremost, you must learn to magnify the word of God. Once you master that, then the name begins to work. Because Jehovah God himself has magnified his word above all his name. You can't say 
God, in the name of Jesus, can you change your word? Let things happen according to what I want. God will tell you, hey, 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 boy, well, do you understand what I'm talking about? Even me, myself, I'm bound by my word. Say, my God is faithful. One more time, say, my God is faithful. My God is faithful. The reason why God is faithful is because God obeys his own word. God functions by his own word. God is bound by his own word. Now as I'm looking at you right now, may God fulfill his word upon your life in the name of Jesus. Ah, you are not hearing me. Receive your breath in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You see, God has magnified his word above his what? His name. All right. So he told them, if you misbehave in the land, you don't give my land Rest. I'm going to send you into captivity for 70 years. Simply because 70 years is 490 multiplied. Is 490, 490 years divided by the seven Sabbaths. So we get the 70 years. God is a faithful God. He never violates his word. Alright, back on track. Are we back on track? Uh-huh. Praise the name of Jesus. Seto sahando. Let me show you one more scripture here. Let me show you one more scripture here. Very, very important scripture. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, Jeremiah prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 11 and 12. Jeremiah 25, verses 11 and 12. He, made a, he gave them a prophecy. They didn't want to obey prophecy. They thought prophecy was outdated. They thought prophecy didn't have any bearing upon their lives. Okay, let's look at the, those two verses. One, two, three, go. And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. And it shall come to pass, when 70 years are accomplished, that I will punish the king of Babylon... And that nation, saith the Lord, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans, and I will make it perpetual desolations. Let's read those two verses one more time. And this whole land shall be a desolation and an astonishment, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon seventy years. And it shall come to pass, when seventy years are accomplished, that I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, saith the Lord, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans, and I will make it perpetual desolations. All right, so we are looking at seventy years in the desolations of Jerusalem. So Daniel is in this captivity, he's an old guy at this point in time now. He reads... The book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 11 and 12, he discovered that, oh, actually God made a promise that after 70 years, this captivity shall come to an end. So Daniel, the Bible says, he began to pray. Right? He began to pray. And the prayer that we read um, in the book of Daniel chapter 9 is exactly words that Daniel used in the prayer. He said, oh Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and message to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even in departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the prophets, which spake in thy name 
to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people uh, of the land. Oh, Lord, righteousness belongeth unto the back, and to us confusion of faces, as it is as at this day, to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and unto all Israel that are near, that are far off, through all the countries whither thou hast driven them because of their trespass that they have trespassed against thee. Oh Lord, let us, uh, oh Lord, to us belongeth confusion of faces uh, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers because we have sinned against thee. To our Lord, uh, our God, belong mercies and forgivenesses through, although. We have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws. Which Now Daniel is going on in this prayer, prayer of repentance. A prayer where he accepts responsibility. And he's not just saying, oh God, as you know the life of Daniel. Daniel was a righteous guy. Okay, In the whole Bible, there are only two people apart from Christ where no sin is recorded about them. It doesn't mean that they were holy or whatever, no. But the Bible, by the, by, you know, by the editing of the Spirit, he chose not to trust anything wrong they did, okay? And those two people are Daniel and Joseph. These are the two people. And then Christ, of course. But we remove Christ from the list. We've got Daniel, and then we've got who? Joseph. You never hear anything recorded bad about them, all right? Now, this guy, in his repenting, he doesn't say, Oh Lord, they have sinned. Oh Lord, they have done wrong. Oh Lord, my people did this. No, he says, I and my people, I and my kings, I and my family, we have disobeyed Jehovah God. He's justifying the punishment that God had given them because God is righteous. He understood that the nation of Israel deserved to be punished. He understood that they deserved to go through what they were going through because of their own what? Disobedience. So he continues to pray. Uh, can I continue? Oh, I've lost you somewhere. Can I continue? Yeah. He says what? <laughs> my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Neither, I'm now on verse number nine. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. Yeah, all Israel have transgressed the law even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. And he hath confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges, that judged us by bringing upon us a great evil. Uh, for under the whole heaven hath it not been done as hath been done upon him. Jerusalem. Now, listen to this. Among all the kingdoms of the earth in that time, nobody had the punishment that the king of Babylon had. You know, you know what they used to do? If Babylon has conquered a nation, okay, they invented a system where they take everyone into captivity and they bring in the Babylonians to take over the land. Okay? So the inhabitants of the land, they go into captivity, they are taken to Babylon. And then they take the Babylonians and come to live in the land. So here we find um, the prophet is saying, uh, the prophet Daniel saying, Lord, what has happened to Jerusalem? It has never happened anywhere because the Babylonians were so bad. When they conquered land, they used to wipe out everything, dismantle everything, destroy everything, take everyone into captivity, and you bring the Babylonians to live in the land. So this is what happened to Jerusalem. He says these are the desolations of 
Jerusalem. It has never happened anywhere that has been done to Jerusalem. As it was written in the law of Moses, all this evil has come upon us, yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God that we might turn from our iniquities and understand the truth. This is terrible. They knew why God was punishing them. They knew what they were going through, but they chose not to pray to Jehovah God. So they prayed to anything else except God. I don't know whether you are hearing me. Someone say, I disconnect. Disconnect. Say, I disconnect. I disconnect. So in other words, no matter what's going on in your life, the first point, the first place, the first person you're going to call is the name of the Lord. Someone said the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. The children of Israel, they refused to pray to God. They refused. They knew what was happening. They knew what they were going through. They knew the captivity. They understood. They knew. But they chose not to pray. To God, oh my God. Therefore hath the Lord washed upon the, the, the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works which he doeth. For we obeyed not his voice. Now this is the problem with God. Someone said the problem with God. The problem with God. He's too righteous. Did you hear the problem? The problem with God is that God is too righteous. And the reason why it is a problem is because whatever he says, he's going to do it. If you are on the wrong side of his word. But if you are on the right side of his word, then you know that you know that you know. That whatsoever God has spoken about you, he's going to do it because God is righteous. Say, I receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it in Jesus' name. Are we together so far? And now, O oh Lord, our God, that hast brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand, and hath gotten thee renowned as at this day we have sinned and have done wickedly. O oh Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine anger and thy fury be turned away from thy city, Jerusalem, thy holy mountain, because of our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers. Jerusalem and thy people have become a reproach to all that are about us. Now, therefore, O oh our God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. Someone say, for the Lord's sake. Now, I love that because Daniel understands something. It's not their righteousness. It's not their good doing. Uh -uh. The guys were bad. But he says, God, for the sake of your name, for your sake, O oh Lord, do something. You see, this is why we pray in the name of Jesus. It's for the sake of Jesus Christ that we are made righteous. Oh, my goodness. Say, for the sake of Jesus Christ. For the sake of Jesus Christ. One more time, say, for the sake of Jesus Christ. For the sake of Jesus Christ. I am more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. I am victorious. I am victorious. I am taking over. I am taking over. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am succeeding. I am succeeding. For the sake of Jesus for Christ. For the sake of Jesus Christ. Say, I am righteous. I am righteous. For the sake of Jesus Christ. For the sake of Jesus Christ. I am holy. I am holy. For the sake of Jesus Christ. For the sake of Jesus Christ. I am accepted. I am accepted. For the sake of Jesus Christ. For the sake of Jesus Christ. I am going higher. I am going higher. For the sake of Jesus Christ. For the sake of Jesus Say Christ. Say yes. Yes. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. This is so powerful. This is so powerful. Verse number 18. Oh, Lord, oh my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thy eyes and behold our desolations and the city which is called by thy name. For we do not present our supplications before thee for our righteousnesses. But 
for thy great mercies. Oh Lord, hear. Oh Lord, forgive. Oh Lord, hearken and, and do. And defer. I love this one. Defer not for thine own sake. Oh my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. Someone said, defer not. Defer not. One more time, say, defer not. Defer not. What is it? What is Daniel talking about here? Here we have something so important that Daniel picks up in prayer. To defer means to procrastinate. Someone said to procrastinate. To procrastinate. It means to delay. Okay? It means to be late. It means to hinder. It means to tally longer. I don't know whether you're hearing me. It means to loiter around. Loiter around. Loiter around. Imagine it's time for your breakthrough. And then God is loitering around instead of giving you breakthrough. It's time for your healing. Imagine. And then God is loitering around. It's time for you to get your miracle, imagine. And yet God is just returning around instead of giving you a miracle. Daniel says, no, 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 no. God, do not procrastinate. Do not delay. You have to do it right now. You're going to stand on your feet right now and begin to pray. Someone going to stand on your feet right now and begin to pray. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord, defer not my breakthrough. Defer not my breakthrough. Defer not my miracle. Defer not my miracle. Oh Lord, oh Lord, don't loiter around. Don't loiter around. Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say every delay. Every delay. I command you out. I command you out. I want you to see what's happening. Oh Lord, hear. Oh Lord, forgive. Oh Lord, hearken and do. Defer not. Someone was asking me, why do you pray and say, Oh Lord, is that in the Bible? If it was good for Daniel, it's good for me. <laughs> Are you hearing me? That's why you hear me say when he says, Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh God. Yeah, if it was good for Prophet Daniel, it's good for Prophet Nyasuru. Oh Lord, hear. Oh Lord, forgive. Oh Lord, hearken and do. Defray not for thine own sake. Oh my God, for thy city and thy people are called by the name. Verse number 20. Look at this. And while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God. Yeah, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, fast. Someone say fast. Fast. Say prophetic speed. Prophetic speed. Say prophetic speed. Prophetic speed. Just lift your right hand. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. I decree and I declare. I decree and declare. Prophetic speed. Prophetic speed. In everything I do. In everything I in do. In my applications. In my applications. When I apply for something. When I apply for something. Let it be granted. Let it be granted. But I, I, at prophetic speed. At prophetic speed. In the mighty name of Jesus. The mighty name of my Jesus. My miracle. My miracle. Must appear. My, must appear. At prophetic speed. At prophetic speed. My breakthrough. My breakthrough. Must appear. Must appear. At prophetic speed. At prophetic speed. In the mighty name of Jesus. The mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. The mighty name of Jesus. When I pray. When I pray. My answer. My answer. Must come. Must come. At prophetic speed. At prophetic speed. In the mighty name of Jesus. The mighty name of Jesus. Oh, come on, pray. While I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, 
and presenting my supplication before the Lord, my God, for the holy mountain of my God. Yeah, well, I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly. Now, angels move fast, but this one was caused to move faster. Receive your miracle. Faster. Jesus' name. Are you hearing me? Touched me about the time of the evening oblation. Now, Daniel gives you a hint right there. You see, there are some prayers which you need to time them to a prophetic season. Can I say that again? There are some prayers that you must time them according to what? A prophetic season. The reason why we get a lot of answers to our prayers in Streams International is because we time our prayers according to prophetic seasons. We don't just pray anyhow, haphazardly. No, we know when to pray and what to pray for because we are led by the Holy Ghost according to the timing of prophetic seasons. Are you hearing me? So today being the first day of the month August, month number eight, I decree and I declare, receive a new beginning in your life. Let there be a new beginning today in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the number eight in the prophetic is the number of what? New beginnings. You start afresh. Why? Because seven days make one week. So seven days were finished a week. Eighth day we begin a new week, a new beginning. Aha, uh-huh. a new beginning. Receive a new beginning in the name of Jesus. Where you failed, go start again in Jesus' name. Where things didn't work, I'm giving you a prophecy. Go start again in the mighty name of Jesus. May you succeed this time around. May you make it this time around. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. You're going to make it this time around. In Jesus' name. Someone say yes. Yes. All right, can I continue? Uh Uh-huh. Daniel prayed at the time of what? Evening oblation. Evening sacrifice. Which was around 3 p.m. 3 p.m. He went to pray at 3 p.m. The time of the evening sacrifice. And he informed me. Now this angel informed me. And talked with me. And he said, oh Daniel, I am now come forth to give you skill and understanding. Someone says skill. Skill. And understanding. And understanding. Uh-huh. I don't know whether you're with me. I think I'm going too deep. I should leave these things for, uh, for at least three, four years. Teach us, prophet. Should I go deep? Deeper. Are you ready for this stuff? Oh, yes. <laughs> I wish I had a teacher like me when I was growing up. Imagine knowing these things 20 years ago. Where would I have been by now? You'll never be the same again in Jesus' name. You're going to go on and make history in the name of Jesus Christ. Someone say, yeah. Yeah. Makarabo Oh. He says, I have come. I have come to give thee skill and understanding. So in other words, what I'll be teaching you here requires two things. Requires what? 
Skill. Someone say skill. Skill. And number two requires what? Understanding. Understanding. Skill is intelligence. Skill is equal to intelligence. The Hebrew word is sakal. S-A-K-A-L. Sakal. S-A-K-A-L. Sakal, which is skill in English, which means intelligence. Someone say, I am intelligent. I am intelligent. By the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. And the word understanding is B-I-Y-N-A-H. B-I, B for Bob, I for India, Y for Yankee, N for Nelly, A for Apple, H for Holiday. Okay. Which, they call it Bina. It may mean knowledge or understanding or wisdom. Knowledge or understanding or wisdom. So the words are sakal, which means skill, which means intelligence. And bina, which means Understanding, which means knowledge, which means wisdom. Now, there are so many different types of wisdom, okay, in the Bible, so many different kinds of wisdom. This is one type of wisdom, okay, that I'm dealing with now. It's called a bina. It's a, type, it's a type of wisdom that has got intelligence, that has got understanding, has got knowledge in it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's acquired after doing some mathematics. Uh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. It is what? Acquired after what? Doing some maths. You apply your intelligence. You calculate things. You solve things. When you get the answer, uh-huh, that one is called understanding. Are we together so far? All right. Now, verse 23. At the beginning of the supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. When you began to pray, Daniel, my God, God was moved. And because God was moved, he had to send me, he had to dispatch me to come and give you skill. And understanding. Okay. You are greatly beloved. Say I am. I am. Accepted. Accepted. In the beloved. In the beloved. I am. I am. Greatly. Greatly. Beloved. Beloved. In the beloved. In the beloved. I am. I am. The beloved. The beloved. Say Agapetos. Agapetos. Hey. Hey. Jesus, I'm getting drunk. You can tell. I think I'm getting now drunk. Let me behave myself. <laughs> church is sweet. Who said the church must be boring? Oh, and Jesus went to Capernaum and he was walking by the seashore 
May God bless the reading of his word. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> they disconnect. <laughs> All right. Now, the next, the next, the next, uh, how many verses? One, two, three, four. The next one, two, three, four. I'll teach on the next four verses for the rest of the year. Okay? The next four verses. I'll teach on those four verses for the rest of the year. So I might, I might as well close the service now. We go home because we go the whole year. You are all refusing to go home. What's happening to your people? Okay, let's begin. Verse 24. Now the angel begins to teach Daniel and give Daniel a prophecy. He says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city. Very important. Can you turn this thing for me? Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Okay. So the angel says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city. Okay. 70, how many weeks? 70 weeks are determined. A very important word. Upon two things. Number one. Upon who? Upon people? Give me someone in the Zoom. Pick anyone. Oh, yes. Hang on. Yeah. Yes, my um, daughter Mary. Upon the people and the city. Upon the people. And the city. Upon the people. And the city. Is that very true? Yes. <laughs> ah! The people of the city, what did it say? Your answer is a suspect. Hey, Papa, no. <laughs> <laughs> I give you 78%. Who can perfect uh... that answer? Who can perfect that answer? Who can perfect that answer? There's still 22%. Who is that? Andresa. Is Andresa? Can you rescue your sister? Hang on, hang on. 
they are trying to unmute you. Just wait. All right. Are you unmuted? Can you say something? Okay, hang on. Wait. Uh-huh. Unmute yourself. Yes. Hi, Papa. It's Holy City. Holy City. City. All right. Andy? And people, your people and your holy city. We can clap hands <laughs> for you now. Thy people. Thy people. And the holy city. city. What, is, what is the name of the holy city? Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> don't doubt. Don't doubt. Yes. And, and who Jerusalem. are these people that we are dealing with here? Which people are these? Are they uh, the Brazilians? Mm, the righteous. The righteous ones? Okay. Yeah. Let's get someone to help us. Which people are we talking yeah. about? Are they Australians? No. Or they are uh, from PNG? Which people are we talking about? I think Facebook is one that's getting all the answers right. Which people are we talking about? <laughs> Can you get me an answer from the Zoom? Which people are we talking about? Don't make my life difficult. Who is that? Hey. Hello. Um, hello. That's in Nauru. It's me, Aquaman. Yes. Yes, which people are we talking about? Jewish. Which people? Jewish. Jewish. Yes. Let's clap hands for her. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for rescuing them. In Sydney, in Australia, they were not getting it. <laughs> Nauru has come to the rescue. Powerful. All right. So I want you to understand, I'm saying these things in a funny way, but I want you never to forget. Okay? That the 70 weeks we are talking about here are determined for the Jewish nation, the Jewish people, and the holy city. And what is the name of holy city? Sydney? No. We're talking about what? Jerusalem. Because if you miss these two things, then you begin to get mad, crazy. You begin to get confused. Because people begin to apply the 70-week prophecy 
to anything else they see on the road. As long as there's a number 70, I have that prophecy for that thing. No. The 70 week prophecy is for the Jewish nation, number one. Number two, it is for the holy city. And the holy city is not Vancouver. The holy city is not Melbourne, as beautiful as Melbourne is. No, it's not about Melbourne. The holy city is Jerusalem. 70 weeks are determined. They are set. Are you hearing me? They are what? Set. Now, don't forget that Daniel is praying about a 70-week captivity that is coming to an end. But now God begins to give him a prophecy about another 70 what? Weeks. Hmm. You are not hearing me. You are not hearing me. So, we need to begin to break down some things here. We need to break down some things. We came from understanding that they were in captivity for 70 years because they didn't give the land rest for how long? How long were they cultivating the land without giving the land rest? Can you give me someone quickly? Pick up someone. Pick up someone. Pick up someone. Can you give me Johnny? There. Yes. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Yes, we can hear you now. 490 years. 490 Yes. And what does the name week mean? Or weeks? What does that name mean? <laughs> now I'm going deep and I'm the prophetic. Can someone try? PNG are too quiet. <laughs> are you still with me, PNG? I've lost you somewhere. Just wave at me, PNG, if you can hear me. I think there's a delay. There's a hand there. Can we hear the voice from Pinchy? Okay, can you give me what does weeks mean there? Yeah, there's a hand. Yes, my daughter. Yes, Papa. <clears throat> it means seven days. It means seven days. Yes. Um, 70, uh, 80%. Oh. 
<laughs> you are saying, ah, how can I get only 80%? My best answer. Yes, it's 80%. The reason is, the word weeks there is Shabuah in Hebrew. And Shabuah simply means 70. All right? It means what? 70. It means a unit of seven things. A unit of how many things? A unit of seven things. Ah, you people, you are learning too much. Weeks, there is Shaboa, and it means 70. All right? Which means a unit of how many things? Seven. So when we say 70, 70 what? 70 weeks are determined upon who? Upon thy people and upon thy city. The two things, thy people, the Jews, the city of Jerusalem. And if we say the weeks there, it's a Sheboah, then it's a 70. Aha, uh -huh. so how do we work it out? So it means 70. 70. Uh, you are not hearing me. It comes, it, it, how many is it? Means 70 multiplied by what? Seven. It gives us what? 490. Yes. So there are different types of weeks. Huh. Now you are learning now. Because weeks only means what? 70. So you can have weeks of days. How many are those? Someone says seven days. So that's what my daughter talked about. You can have number two, weeks of months. How many months are those? Seven months. You can have weeks of what? Years. How many years? Are, how many years are those? Seven. Yes. Are you following me so far? Don't forget, God is a prophetic God, who speaks in prophetic ways, using a prophetic language. One more time. Let's say together. God is a prophetic God. Who speaks in prophetic ways? Who speaks in prophetic ways? Using a prophetic language. Using a prophetic language. I want us to say it one more time. Say, God is a prophetic God. God is a prophetic God. Who speaks in prophetic ways? Who sp speaks in prophetic ways? Using a prophetic language. Using a prophetic language. Can you understand the way I'm working out the maths here? Because weeks here only means what? Seventy. So seventy. 70. 70 multiplied by 7 is equal to how many years? 740 years. So you can have weeks of days. So when you say one week, how many days are those? Seven. You can also say weeks of months, okay? Which becomes what? Seven months. You can also talk about weeks of what? Years, which becomes what? 
Seven years. So what God is dealing with is 70 weeks. It's not about, it's not about, it's not about weeks of days. Otherwise, here we could have been talking about 490 days. But it's talking about weeks of years, which makes it how many? 490 years. Can I go one level deeper now? Watch this. So he says, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy upon thy holy city to do. Huh. Can you turn this thing around? Jesus, today I'm teaching. Praise. You, you want to take a photo? Because some people can't see proper, right? Ah, okay. I understand because of the lighting, they're trying their best to shift the lighting to make it appear more clearer. Take photos from this side and then you take photos. You need to send those photos to everyone. Uh, can I see your joy in, in, in your Zoom? Because they will send you the photos. They will send you the notes. They will post them on Facebook as well. All right. Adelaide, Adelaide seems they are not too happy. Um, <laughs> All right. No, they're, they're happy. They're happy. Okay, I can see that they're happy. We are Praise here, Papa. Jesus. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Today you are in a class. This is a prophetic class today. You know, what I taught you during the prophetic school of ministry, that was just a, a drop in the ocean. That's why prophetic, you have to be sharp. You have to be intelligent. The lighting is difficult too. Okay. Yeah, I can see. It's hard to see properly. Especially if you are dark colored like me. Dark chocolate. Praise the name of Jesus. We need to get lights from Malawi. These Australian lights, they can't see me. <laughs> they are meant for camera. Chocolate. And imagine. That's the chocolate I love. Caramel. Yeah. Praise the name of Jesus. All right. So, where are we? No, I think time is gone. Let's stop there. I'll continue next week. I think I'm confusing you now. You are too tired. Let me just give you the things and then I'll, I'll stop there, okay? I'll just give you a list of things and then I'll stop there. Otherwise, your brains are crying. They are screaming right now. All right. So, 70 sevens or 70 seventy are determined upon um, thy people and thy holy city. Number one. Number one. What is number one? To finish what? To finish... Trans. Is that so? Okay. To finish transgray. Aha, uh -huh, with the double S. Transgray. Sean. Okay. Number two. To what? Make. An end of 
sins. Number three. Now give me someone in Zoom now. What is number three? They should give me number three and number four. Give me number three and number four. Pick anybody. Especially those who are not lifting their hands. Yeah, that one. Kathy there. That one. Yes, <laughs> that one. Uh, Hang on. Hi. Shalom, shalom. How are you? Yes, you can speak. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Um, gosh, I forgot it now. Um, can, it was to do with the iniquities. The um, I've forgotten it. Sorry. Can we okay. have the verse again? <laughs> sure, have the verse again. <laughs> it was to do with iniquities. Ah, yes, um, reconciliation for iniquity and to bring everlasting righteousness. So number three, to make... Reconciliation. Reconciliation. For what? For iniquity. iniquity. And then number four? Everlasting righteousness. To what? Everlasting righteousness. Uh, uh. To what? Anoint the most holy. No, let's stay with the righteousness. It says to what? Everlasting righteousness. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Read it nicely. Okay. To what? And to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Now we are so, together to bring in everlasting righteousness. All right. Pick another one to give me something else. Uh, vision and prophecy. Uh, let's see if you can get someone to help us with the rest. The other one to give me two more. Pick another one, especially those not lifting their hands. Shalom. Shalom, Papa. Yes, number five. Um, can we go back with the, the, the verse, please, our media team? Okay, to finish the transgressions and make end of the sins. Um, we've already read those. I want number five and number six. To seal up the vision and prophecy. To seal. To seal up the vision and the prophecy. The vision and the prophecy. And the last one to anoint the most holy. The last one to anoint the most holy. The most holy. Okay. 
So the total number is 70 weeks, and we know that these weeks are weeks of what? Years. Okay. Seven. Good. So 70 weeks, and those weeks are weeks of years. Six things must happen. I'm leaving it as six, but if it was me, I would put seven. All right? Because this one to seal up prophecy is also its own thing. Are you hearing me? But for now, let's use that. But there should be seven. Number one, to finish transgression. Number two, to make an end of sins. Number three, to make reconciliation for iniquity. Number four, to bring in everlasting righteousness. Number five, to seal up the vision and prophecy. Number six, to anoint the most holy. It's going to take 70 weeks of years, which equals to 490 years. I don't know whether you're hearing me. From the time the prophet received the revelation, it was going to take 490 years to accomplish all these things. Now, I can I ask you a question? When you look at Israel today, has transgression been finished? Huh? Has sins been ended? Has reconciliation for iniquity been done? Has eternal, has everlasting righteousness come in? What about vision and prophecy? Have all the visions and prophecies been fulfilled? Has the most holy been anointed? We have put a big what? Question mark. Obviously, the answer is no. So we need to ask ourselves another question. Why hasn't those things been done? That's from Friday. Friday night, don't miss. Is this Wednesday a teaching Wednesday? This Wednesday a teaching Wednesday? Okay. So why should we continue on Wednesday? No. Should I continue on Wednesday? Or Friday? I'll continue on Friday. Okay? Friday night, don't miss it for anything. Because I'll continue from here. Remember, I'm teaching for the rest of the year. From those four verses. Okay? Are you hearing me? Alright. I want you to rise on your feet. I want you to rise on your feet. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. I thank you. I thank you. Because I'm a student, because I'm a student of prophecy, of prophecy, in the mighty name of Jesus, the mighty name of Jesus. Let every prophetic word, let every prophetic word you have spoken, you have spoken about me, about me, about my family, about my family, about my destiny, about my destiny. Let it come to pass. Let it come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Delay, delay no more. Delay no more. Defer no more. Defer no more. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. 
It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings. And it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.